Hey, welcome to the podcast. This is The Surge Effect, and I'm your host, Mike Surge. This podcast will be talking about anything and everything, life in general to current events and past events, and all things about this beautiful and wonderful world that we live in. And this podcast, well, it'll probably have an effect on you. Before we get started on today's podcast, let's talk about two different sponsors that we have. Our first sponsor is Love My Legs Own Sound Grey Bruce. Click on the link below in the description and head on over to their website, which is a Facebook site, has all different kinds of women's leggings on there, and they have three different styles of waistbands. And they are the only lifetime guarantee in the business. So head on over to their their website, their Facebook page, and check out what they have to offer. Our second sponsor for today is T-Shirts, She-Shirts. Once again, click on the link below in the description and head on over to their website and see what they have to offer. They are more than just a T-Shirt company. All right, let's get started with today's podcast. Well, hello, and welcome again to another episode of The Surge Affect. Today, I'm sitting here with my brother, Ken. Ken Surge, 35-year veteran of the Canadian Armed Forces. Uh, we did a podcast uh, last year, wasn't it, last year? And it was, a, we did an audio last year, and this year, uh, we're doing a new video. So hopefully, we'll do a lot more video. Today, we're going to be talking a little bit about Canadian stuff, uh, American stuff, stuff going on in the world. We're just going to kind of shoot shit back and forth. We've been going back and forth here for a little while before we went uh, a little bit live. So anyway, so hopefully it'll uh, pique your interest, some of the stuff we talk about. And we're just going to have a coffee and shoot the shit back and forth here and see if we can kill a few few minutes. All right, so what's first on the agenda here? Uh, let's talk a little bit about... Um, well, this was the other day. This was Christian Freeland. Christian Freeland was talking about, um, reporter was asking her about housing um, and her response to that. And she replied, uh, I'm not going to agree with the premise of your question, obviously. And then she starts talking about a lot of nothing because that's what Christina, uh, Christian Freeland does. She talks about a lot of nothing. Um, her answer was uh, just a joke, so I'm not even going to play that for you. But what I'm, I'm going to play here is a little bit of, I think, what Trudeau was saying about housing. My son, 25 years old. Second here, I'll cue this up. Well, listen to what Trudeau has to say about housing. Still lives at home with us, college grad, good paying job. He laughs off the idea that he'll ever own a house, a detached house like the one he lives in now that we were able to afford 25 years ago. Uh, what do you say to them? Do you say give up on detached ownership and go for something smaller and it's a dream that's dead? You're never going to get there? Let me ask uh, how you feel about it. Uh, obviously, I've heard from uh, Canadians like your son uh, across the country who are really worried about the housing market, who wonder whether or not they'll ever be able to afford a home. One of the challenges we're facing in Canada is our population uh, with immigration uh, and other things has been growing over the past years. and Housing construction hasn't kept up. So, like, he's literally talking about immigration, bringing population, in, and population, okay. <clears throat> bringing in more people. Sure. And we have housing issues of our own here, trying to get houses for our own people. And this isn't new, right? This hasn't been going on for uh, just the last couple of days. It's been oh, going on for years, right? It's been going on for a long time. And all of a sudden, 
they're freaking out because they're so far behind the polls because a fellow by the name of Pierre Polyev is kicking their ass, right? And uh, they're scared to death what he's, uh, he's going to do. And I'm just going to show you a quick little poll here if no one's ever seen this poll. Let's pop this up real quick. Actually, I think what Trudeau really hears is not issues Canadian people. I think it's people yelling at him saying, you're a traitor, <laughs> F you, G. I yeah. think that's what he hears. Yeah, he probably, he probably does, I'm sure. Or he doesn't pay attention because you ever notice, too, when people are doing that? And uh, I don't know if Canadians or Americans when they're watching. Whenever he's leaving, if they do a close-up of him when he's doing that and they're yelling bad shit at him, he's like, hey, he's like, no, they're, they're calling you bad shit, right? Yeah. And you're, they're waving back to him like it's, you know, they're waving at him. But anyway, so this is the poll that was just released the other day. 41% for Pierre Polyev, 22% for uh, Jagmeet, who's in bed with Trudeau. So they both got 22% apiece. And then, of course, the Bloc, the Separatists got six. The Green Party, six. And uh, Independent Bermier uh, is 2%. So anyway... Just looking at that simple little poll, you can tell that they're getting their asses kicked by uh, by the PCs. And if anyone doesn't know about Pierre Polyev or what he's about, he's been living under a rock. So we'll be I'll play a little bit about Pierre here. What he actually this was just today. This is off off my uh, my Twitter feed. This was just today. What to say so? A Merry Christmas. Even though for many people. This Christmas will not be very merry at all. After eight years of Justin Trudeau, people wonder how they'll put food on the table. Our children write Santa Claus letters asking not for toys or vacations, but just for snow boots and food for their families. Parents stay up late at night, worried how they will keep their homes. After rent prices are rising for the first time, in Canadian recorded history faster than wages. That has never happened before. The cost of the average mortgage has more than doubled. The cost of a needed down payment for a new home doubled. Rent has doubled. The last two months have been the fastest recorded increases in rent in Canadian history. Yesterday, Justin Trudeau's own housing agency was asked if the government has a plan to close the 3.5 million home gap in our housing supply, and they answered no. This was not an opposition MP accusing the government of not having a plan. This was Justin Trudeau's own housing agency. After eight years, as though he hasn't had time to come up with a plan. So we, that's what we just discussed. Just before I flip that up there about Pierre, is that it's not like it's something new. Just happened the last couple of days, the last couple of weeks. This has been going on for eight years that he's been in power. Yes, but he's freaking because of uh, Pierre Polyev. People don't see that. I don't know. I know I see it. That's for sure. Um, but Pierre Polyev is a different, uh, different breed, different kettle of fish. But getting a lot of flack in the uh, in the news media because of it, and. Uh, the liberals, of course, are pushing hard on Twitter, and they're pushing hard on all the social media against Pierre because he's so far ahead in the polls. So that's what you got to do, just like they do in the States, right? They do it with, with Trump. 
Uh, you know, they're trying to put him in jail, for God's sakes, because he's so far ahead in the polls. And they don't want him. Why don't they want him? I have my way of thinking. Why do they don't think they want Trump down in the States? Well, it's obvious why they don't want Trump. Because Trump actually does things for the citizens. And he actually comes through what he says he's going to do. Uh, he's not all about his agenda. Where the rest of them, they have an agenda. And it's for themselves. You, all you got to do is look at uh, Pierre Polyev when he speaks. He speaks from the heart. He speaks the truth. And then you got Trudeau. Take a look at his face. He's got a smirk, which is disgraceful when he speaks to you. Yeah. He's got a smirk on his face. Yeah. Like he don't really care. Yeah. And people got to see that. And he's all about lies. And it's his agenda. He's following the narrative. That was handed to him from other people that are controlling this countryside. Yeah, yeah, uh, simple. Yeah, for sure. And with Polyev too, you ever notice with Polyev? And uh, once again, people can say whatever. I have no dog in the hunt. <clears throat> I, I've always said this. I mean, I don't love Trump. I don't hate the guy. Same with Polyev. I don't love him. I don't hate him. I mentioned to one of my other podcasts that uh, you look at politicians like a like a tool. You know, look at them like a hammer. Right? I said that in my one podcast or a drill. Yeah, they're a tool to be used to get the job done. And our job for, for, for Canadians is to make our life better, not worse. Right? You want to have a better life for yourself. You want to have a better life for your family. You want to have a better life for your children, grandchildren, and so forth. If politicians aren't making your life better, they got to go. Vote no. Beside their name, off. They're off the board and they're gone and then vote somebody in that can. And if they, do, if they can do a better job, then, then keep men but in, he, in Canada. It's diff, different than the states, of course, for time frames because we can vote our prime minister in indefinitely, whereas the states is only four, two four-year terms for the president. So, well, the uh, the other thing that uh, you have to understand is Trudeau doesn't run anything. Oh yeah, he's a, he doesn't do anything. He's told what to do. He's he's controlled by the elite, by the powerful. You just don't see them. You yeah. don't hear them. However. Anything has to happen. He's being told, directed by the elite. Yeah. Uh, can I prove that? No. But all you got to do is open your eyes. Yeah. You know. Yeah, for sure. And I was also going to say there too about uh, about Polyev. People can say what they want about him, but whenever he's talking, for the most part, he doesn't use paper. You know, he won't have paper on a podium. He, he doesn't have a teleprompter. It's all off the cuff, and. Uh, He's bang on. He says things that I have said for years. Um, like one of the things about using our oil. Uh, I mean, shit, you worked out in Alberta when you were younger. Yep. You worked out in the oil fields. You were, a, you were a redneck. So was a redneck. Called him redneck. And um, yeah, so and that's where he's from. Right? He's, he's from out west. But when he says things like use our oil because that's a huge – uh, asset for Canada for us to take that oil, sell that oil, refine that oil in Canada. I mean, who wouldn't want that? Yeah. To 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 put money into the economy, to put money into our pockets, into say our home, which is a business, right? And then another one, of course, is um, gas, Union Gas. I think we're the 17th largest supply of Union Gas in the world. Use our gas. Use that natural gas here at home and abroad. And make more money. 
put it in our business. That's number two. I mean, now we have the lithium mines, of course, a little bit farther up north. So that would be three. Canadians should be living like such a good life, but we don't. And why don't we? These are questions that the Canadian citizens have to ask themselves and say, how do I make my life better? Well, I know one way to make your life better is next time there's an election, you put your name beside the person that you believe is going to make your life better. Pay attention. Well, that's the thing. Get educated. Listen to what's going on in the world, right? Don't take these people personal and go, oh, I just hate that guy because he's, I just don't like him. No, you can't look at that way. You got to look at the results. Does that, does that person have any results? What have they done in the past? Hopefully that's what's going to be predicted in the future, that type of thing. That's why I look at it. And like I said, I mean, I have no dog in the hunt. Like, I mean, I don't love the guy. I don't hate the guy. I just like his policies. Some of the policies he's come up with so far, I like it. And before he even became, everyone even knew his name, I used to watch him when he would be interviewing people and asking them questions about our money, like the We Charity, right, when he was interviewing Trump that time, or Trump, when he was interviewing Trudeau that time. Uh, Ask him about the We Charity and about the, his family getting money, right, to the tune of about half a billion dollars. So you just want to know where the Canadian money is went. That's my money. That's your money. That's, That's right. people that work in this country's money, and it's being spent frivolously, given away, and he wants to know, where's the money? I like that. That's before he even became the, the opposition leader of uh, the progressives. Um, so that told me a lot about him then. That tells me a lot about him now. And watching him now? I like it. I like what I see. So I hope he does a outstanding job. And if he doesn't, it's, well, a, it's a hiring firing process, right? That's basically what it is every time we have a vote. So, you know, you you, you got to look at the individual, and uh, he's speaking the truth. And as I stated earlier, he, he speaks from the heart. You know, he's a person that cares, and he's given everybody a way out. I mean, we all know that we're being taxed to death. On every aspect. Oh, 100%. You know, so all the money that you're making, whether you work for a living, whether you worked all your life and you retired and you're collecting a pension, it is no longer that large chunk of money that you're receiving because all your bills have just skyrocketed. He's given everybody a way out on everything that we're talking about, whether it be climate change, whatever the case may be, tax the tax, because... We all know that it's a scam, plain and simple. It's a scam. They're utilizing our money to pay for something that is never going to change any aspect of climate change. It will be what it is. Yeah. And nothing is going to change it. You can, everybody can drive an electric vehicle and we're still going to be taxed to death. Yeah. And it's not going to change the atmosphere whatsoever. Exactly. Well, I look, I look too that uh, when people and people say from years ago, because we're so heavily taxed, uh, Canadians are really heavily taxed. I think Britain is like number one or number two. They're, they're hugely taxed, taxed on everything. But anyway, years ago, somebody used to make a joke and say, oh, if they, you know, figured a way to tax the air, they would. Oh, yeah. Well, now they have. This is their way to tax the air with carbon tax. And Every time I hear somebody say that uh, climate change is, is this and that and the other thing, it's all has to do with climate change, like the fires we had out west. Uh, we discussed earlier before we went live here, but uh, the fires out west, people are blaming fires on climate change. Are you shitting me? No, that's not, no, that's not even in the equation. 
or people say the flooding or the tornadoes down in Tornado Alley or from climate change. No, it's not. Climate change is cyclical. And like I said before we went live too, is that I would like to see a panel of scientists and a panel of politicians sitting side by side debating it out and, and calling it like it is. I'll show a couple of videos I got queued up here about, about climate change and maybe people can see, uh, maybe open up their eyes a little bit. But if you have something wrong with you and you go to the doctor because of it, you go there because that doctor has eight years of experience of being a doctor, a lot more than what I have or you have or, you know, so people go to the doctor for advice. Why wouldn't you go to a scientist that's had, you know, their whole life has been a scientist and went to school to be a scientist and they'll actually have all the numbers and the facts and everything else to show you that, in fact, climate change is not what you've been told it is. Why wouldn't you do that? Well, you know, anybody that's got 40 years experience, uh, he must be old and senile. So we don't go to them. <laughs> so we listen to all these young people that have no concept. They haven't even lived long enough to understand what climate is. Yeah, it's all kind of silly. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's bizarre. But like I said, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll queue up a couple of, of uh, videos here just shortly here. And that way people can understand what some of these scientists are talking about climate change. And maybe it'll open up their eyes a little bit. But before I do that, I'll just show you this one little clip here of a uh, picture of Justin Trudeau has been dealing with bad headlines all year. But November 21st, Trudeau announced a new media bailout and suddenly the headline started looking like this because the Liberal government pays these companies. They pay these media people. And uh, when they pay them, then they report what they want. So, of course, they're slagging on Pierre Polyev just steady. And uh, a lot of my Twitter feeds have shown a lot of slagging of, uh, of Polyev as well because that's what they do. They're ahead in the polls and they want to they slag them and uh, stick it to them. It's like the, uh, I said earlier, uh, $68 million or whatever the uh, price tag was to uh, media outlets to pull these, uh, this type of shenanigans. Yeah. You know, our media is, is selling out, sold their uh, respect to uh, the liberals. Yeah. And they're bought and paid for. Oh. So it just goes to show you that we don't have and never have freedom of speech, freedom of the press, because the press is being bought and paid for. So there's no freedom anymore. Well, the clean taxpayers, I believe it was just over a billion or close to a billion last year to the uh, CBC. And the CBC, of course, Canadian Broadcasting Company Corporation, they have, uh, you know, they're on the back with liberals for for years, right? Yeah. They're they're on the liberal side. They're not on the PC side or anything like that. So it's kind of biased when you're paying somebody, right? And you're paying if you're the billionaire and you own a company, they're going to tow your line. So whatever you tell them to do, they're going to do it. Well, and that's this is no different, right? You get, you know, they turn around and say that we're the best news outlet. We're there for the people. We get the news first. We tell the truth. No, you don't. Right off the hop, you lie. You lie to the people. Yeah. You sold out. You sold out to the people for uh, $68 million just recently to the media outlets from the Liberal government to buy yep. their loyalty. So what does that tell you? Like, I mean, I don't even know what the truth is anymore. I've listened to so many lies, and I've listened to uh, so many different uh, personnel claiming this, claiming that. And the bottom line being is, if you've got somebody that's got 40 years experience and they're at the top of the food chain for scientists or whatever, and they're telling you there is no such thing as climate change or uh, 
we're over the emission limit, yada, 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 or we're going to uh, freeze in the next 10 years. Well, who do you believe? Exactly. Exactly. So I'm going to show you actually a couple of clips here right now of just that. So this first one here is, uh, see this gentleman. There is an... Oh, it's the same guy I'm going to show you here on both these clips, so you can uh, check these both out. Here we go. Here's an idea of a guy, a scientist, that talks about climate change. An awful lot of well-known people who appear to have credentials saying that we are in a climate emergency, which we are, aren't we? No, we are not in a climate emergency. These people want us to think that the world began in 1850, when we started using fossil fuels. But for 150 years before that, it was also warming. There is zero evidence that the CO2 increase in the atmosphere is the cause of rising temperature. None whatsoever, because it was already rising. And as I was about to say, during the first 150 years of rising out of 1700, there was a period of over 40 years where the temperature increased more and faster than it has done since 1850, especially since 1950, when we were actually starting to put a significant amount more CO2 in the atmosphere post-war. Okay, so there's one little clip. Same guy I'm going to show you here on another clip. Talks about the same thing. It's right here. is no definitive scientific proof through real-world observation that carbon dioxide is responsible for any of the slight warming of the global climate that has occurred during the last 300 years since the peak of the Little Ice Age. If there were such a proof, through testing and replication, it would have been written down for all of us to see. The contention that human emissions are now the dominant influence on climate is simply a hypothesis rather than a universally accepted scientific theory. It is therefore correct, indeed, verging on the compulsory in the scientific tradition, to be skeptical of those who express certainty that the science is settled and the debate is over. But there is certainty beyond a reasonable doubt that CO2 is the building block for all life on Earth and that without its presence in the global atmosphere, at sufficient concentration, this would be a dead planet. Yet today our children and our publics are taught that CO2 is the toxic pollutant that will destroy life and bring civilization to its knees. Isn't that interesting? Same guy, same message, and CO2 and trace elements is actually, that's, it's just that, it's trace elements, right? And it's, it's, we need it to survive. This planet needs it to survive. But yet these people want to get rid of it. And, and they want to tax us for it, right? It's crazy. It's like, I read something a little while ago that Canada disperses like, I think it's five, I have to double check, but I think it's 560 uh, million tons, metric tons or whatever it is per annum, annually, into the atmosphere. But with all our greenery and the swamps and bogs and all that stuff, it absorbs that, cleans it basically, right? And it's minuscule what's left. Because Canada's portion globally for CO2 is like 
like point or sorry, one point four, one point five percent. Really, really, it's next to nothing. So anyway, so with that being said, Canada is one of the few countries that even pay for carbon tax. U.S. doesn't, Mexico doesn't, but we're all on the same continent, which is kind of bizarre. Okay, so let's step it one step further. I think there's uh, 66 act- active volcanoes around the globe that disperse like 4,500 to 5,000 metric tons uh, into the into the atmosphere. And who pays for that? Because that's not my fault. That's a geological event. Well, it doesn't matter. You're going to pay oh, for we, that. We pay? We'll, we'll pay for that. There is no doubt. We're military <laughs> money. We'll pay for that. Pay for that. we got to put a stop to it. <laughs> We're uh, paying for it. But those things you look at, you kind of go, that just doesn't make sense. But when that gentleman was talking about about the CO2 and saying about science, and this is where, this is where you, it clicks in, right? Is And that's exactly what science is. Science is that if you do A, B, and C, you get E. So if you give that to 10,000 people and they all do that same thing, they do A, B, and C, and their answer is E, that's science. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. It's never going to change. That's the way it is. So why didn't they share this information with the masses? Why didn't they take that information? Why didn't they take the A, B, and C and give everyone D and go, see, everyone can do this. But no, you're supposed to take someone's word for it that Oh, no, he said, she said, or this is what they said it is. It's like, no. Like anyone that can do their own research knows that this is bullshit. It's just, it's, it's horseshit. And it, I've said this a million times too. It doesn't matter how much money you throw towards climate change. It's not going to change the climate. It's not going to change the weather. You, you could take every penny out of every country and throw it at this. It's not going to change the weather. Not one iota. Not one iota. I want to know where Mother Nature is putting that money. Exactly. Like, does she have a bank? <laughs> or is that Where's she spending it? Where's she? <laughs> exactly. Because Mother Nature, boy, she can, uh, that's maybe why she's throwing this at us now, because she's not getting enough. Yeah, it's, uh, it's Listen, just the bottom, the bottom line is, is uh, 3,000 years ago, 4,000 years ago, none of us were around. I mean, there were somebody around back then, but they're all dead and gone. Another 20 years from now, some of us are going to pass on. Over hundreds of years, nothing has changed. No. So here we are throwing money at what? Because it's going to happen again. It's a cycle. Yeah. And there's nothing you or I or anybody else can do about it. When we were growing up, when, uh, when all the things were happening, we were growing up. I mean, when I was a child, the first rocket that went up, we all went, but I can't be good for the ozone. <laughs> but to this day, we're still sending rockets up. Yeah. How many? How many have gone up? A lot. I, I mean, that can't be good for the ozone. Yeah, they forgot about that. That's you know? that's that's old news now. Oh yeah. We're on a new stuff now. <clears throat> that's right. Yeah. Yeah. We're on to climate change. That's the big but kicker. Things things change. Technology is not always a good thing, and we have changed so much. That it's not good for the environment. But is that my fault? I didn't do any of these things. I didn't build any of these things. I pay for it because it's out of my taxes. But I didn't say, yeah, go ahead and build that ship and send that up there. Exactly. I could care less what's up there as long as it doesn't come down here. <laughs> as well as eventually it's going to, that's for sure. Yeah, for sure. All right, so 
we're going to beat that horse of to death with the old climate change or what? Well, it's being beat to death now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Christian Freeland. Oh, there's a winner. Oh, yeah. She was talking about uh, this on this particular one. She was talking about uh, farmers and climate change. There's a shocker. It says here about. Give us some volume. There we go. How important farmers are for Canada, for our economy, and our communities. And we understand also that farmers know climate change is real, and farmers want to act on it, and we're supporting. They know far they, farmers know it's real. Yeah, well, I, I didn't know that. First of all, what I'd like to I'd like to know is where the farmers sit beside her to nod their heads saying, yeah, we agree. I'd like confirmation for that, yeah. please. Well, like, where are the farmers? Yeah, well, what, what would you say to them saying that this is going to make things like groceries more expensive? I would just say our government is there for farmers. We're there for farmers in energetically securing the free trade agreements that farmers need to have access to global markets. When it comes to supporting farmers every single day, it's important to recognize that 97% of fuels farmers use are free from a price on pollution. And then finally, I really do want to say, because I think this is true and maybe not always fully appreciated, farmers are on the front lines of... She says a lot of nonsense, eh? When she talks about stuff, she says stuff that doesn't even make any sense whatsoever. But their government actually is putting a, another carbon tax on farmers, right? So farmers get to pay more, more carbon tax. But she doesn't mention that. Yeah. She, she understands about farmers. Yeah, she, yeah she, she was a farmer herself, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. No, she wasn't. You sure. know, but she has a truck. <laughs> does she? Yeah. yeah. The, the price of... Uh, a carbon tax that they're putting on farmers and then the price that the truckers have to pay for carbon tax. This is a no-brainer. I mean, anyone can put this together when they go to the grocery store and they go, "How? Are, why are things so expensive? Because the liberals put carbon tax on the farmers who grow the food and then they put carbon tax on the truckers who actually get the food to the grocery store. So now you got tax and tax on tax getting to the, the store. So who pays for that? The end user, which is you and I and everyone else that goes to the grocery store to buy something. Whereas it gets to the point where you're actually paying more for something that came from our own country for a fruit or a vegetable than somewhere down in far down the states or in, in Mexico because of carbon tax here in this country. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it is. And, but they'll, they'll let you believe, the liberals will let you to believe that they're on your side and they're doing what's best for Canadians and, uh, you know, yes. they, got, they got our backs. But that's why, that's why they're uh, trying to uh, get rid of the farmer, make it more difficult for the farmer to do their job um, and to provide for citizens, <laughs> buying up their land. And what's the end game? Like, why, why are they doing all that? Like, is there... Is there a reason why they're trying to get rid of farmers? I mean, that's why they had the big uh, farmers uh, in, in uh, Switzerland oh, yeah. and uh, Europe yeah. um, parading around yeah. because they're trying to buy up all the land from the farmer. They, they, why? Yeah, I think it was they, in uh, Denmark. Denmark. Denmark, Denmark or, yeah. or Netherlands or somewhere, somewhere. And they're trying to buy up. They're trying to buy up all the land, 
force all the farmers out. Mm -hmm. Why? There's a reason for that. Yeah. Are they not the biggest suppliers for groceries, for <sighs> vegetables? Well, let's face it. Without farmers, we have no food. Okay. We, we can't survive, right? No, no well, meat, no vegetables, well, no fruit. No, you can survive because the, our government's going to make sure that you will get your food, but it won't be from a farmer. It'll be from another organization or somewhere. Maybe uh, like crickets and shit. Yeah, like the protein. Yeah, chocolate. <laughs> yeah, chocolate crickets. But there, there oh. is an end game. Somewhere there's an end game. That's why they do what they. Period. I mean, yeah. I don't have the answer for it. But the writing is on the wall. They're trying to get rid of uh, farmers, trying to make it so difficult that they're just going to throw their hands up in the air and say, yeah, we're done, and move on. Now they got all this land. They can build houses, but they got no food. So where are they going to get the food? Hmm. It's Question. control. It's all about control. Yeah, well, if you start, well, if you control, you know, somebody's food supply, water supply, food supply, you can control quite a bit, almost like their money supply, right? Yep. It's like when the, I was reading on my Twitter feed the other day there about uh, people are, you know, slagging Pierre Paul Ev about this and that and the other thing. And I'm thinking, are these people not, don't remember what happened in Ottawa when, when the Liberal government, Trudeau's government, froze bank accounts of Canadians, literally froze people's bank accounts? I thought we were living in Canada. I, I didn't realize we were living in North Korea or, you know, China or... Russia, this is Canada, but, oh, they, but they froze people's bank accounts so they couldn't even access their money in or out. Actually, the one person's bank account that they, that they did freeze was uh, Danny Beaufort. Danny Beaufort was the, was the sniper in the, in the, actually in the in Canadian military. He was a sniper. Then he went on the RCMP, he joined the RCMP after his military duty, and he was, a, uh, he was actually a, a sniper on um, Trudeau's detail. And he didn't take the jab, so he lost his job, and he joined the, the truckers going to Ottawa to basically go against the tyrannical ramblings of the government, and he was one of the ones that had his bank account uh, frozen. So him and his wife, they had no money coming in, no money going out. What kind of government does that? But that's okay. And these are the type of person that they want a to... A communist country. Yeah. And, they and want so to, we're, not, we're not communists. Yeah, and they want to keep this person in power. I'm surprised. This is the person they want to keep in power, right? This is the thing that kind of scares me, is because this is a democracy, right? No, it, it's not. Yeah, it's supposed to be. Okay, it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be so a democracy. So either it is or it isn't. I mean, it can't be... I know. It's, it's either or or not. And right now, it's not a democracy. It, it's a... We're, we're a communist country, whether people want to open their eyes to that or not. And I've said that years ago. That if you think for a moment we're not a communist country, think again. Because we're being controlled. And it's just a moment. What other communist countries do that to their civilians? Population. Jeez. You know, we are getting very close to these other countries that are communist. Scary. It is. And that's the way our government is foreseeing it. And unless we make a huge change, nothing's going to change. Yeah. Well, we need uh, change at the top, that's for sure. We need a 
We need a uh, political change, and we need people with different ways of thinking in this country. Because um, even in the states, of course, there's a, there's a republic, and there, there's is uh, mirrored off of uh, uh, Greek Greece system of uh, being a republic, a democratic republic, and uh, so they have you know senators and uh, all that stuff, congressmen, senators, and stuff. But um, their system down the states. Some of the stuff that's going on down there is kind of scary as well. Like I've been paying uh, pay attention to what's going on in their house and uh, senatorial hearings, and there's so many things going on, like uh, the January 6th stuff that's been going on. The tapes have been released. Um, you know, the DOJ, FBI, I mean, all the stuff that's going on, you kind of go, this isn't the way it's supposed to be. This is not the way the country is supposed to be run. Uh, Canada or the states, for that matter. But it right? is. It is if you want to hide things. If you want to hide your uh, agenda or you want to hide uh, what you have done to set this all up. I mean, the rich, the elite, they don't want to be recognized as the ones behind the scenes. And they're not going to uh, turn around and say, yeah, it's my fault. But that's what's happening. Yeah. They're... People are being controlled by other organizations, and they're not going to put a stop to it until the elite and the rich and powerful stop, because they're the ones that are controlling it all, and I mean, that's proof in the pudding. Scary. Huh? It, it, it's scary. You think, you think Biden runs the states? Oh God! Not. No, Obama. Yeah, Obama rule. Biden. Biden is and he's so. no longer the president. Biden well, is so out to Hillary lunch. Hillary Clinton. Crazy. I mean, why does even Hillary Clinton have a voice? Yeah, I've said, I've said that too. I don't understand why she's still even talking. Because you know what? She's no longer even relevant. That's right. But she still talks. That's right. About stupid shit. So who who's running the states? It's no different than who's run. Well, Freeland runs Trudeau. Somebody does. And. The WEF yeah. controls world economic America. world economic forum. People need to uh, get educated on that because uh, well, I've done podcasts on that as well. But with uh, Klaus Schwab and his dad, I did a podcast on that as well. And his dad was uh, worked at a Nazi factory and stuff. But with Klaus Schwab and the WEF, nobody, and I mean nobody, that has been elected in either in Canada or the states should have anything to do with the WEF because. Yep. They're not elected officials. Klaus Schwab's not elected by me. All these little minions aren't elected by me, right, or anyone else in the country. But they're the rich and powerful. But they're the ones that are telling our people that have been elected by us what they should and shouldn't do in their own country. I got a problem with that. Because there's an agenda. Their agenda, not ours, yeah. not yours, not the kid next door. Yeah. It's their agenda, and because they rule, they control. Yeah. And like, like I said, if it was like, uh, if it was anybody else, um, what would what would happen? Like down the states, for instance, with Biden, um, what he's doing to the states right now, and what he what he's doing with like say the what we were talking about earlier about the money transfers and whatnot from his son, and they're saying oh they can't tie anything to him or anything like that. If that was we mentioned earlier, if that was Trump, he'd be in jail. Oh, fluffing the pillow and you can't even get you. <laughs> That's right. Him and his sons, right? They'd have room for him and his sons, have little name tags for them. And yeah, they'd have like monogram pillows and stuff, pillowcases. But 
That's how fucked up their system is down there. They're so backwards that if, if the shoe was on the other foot and that was Trump's family, they would be, well, as soon as they, it, they'd be in prison. But Biden, it's okay that nothing's happened to this guy. I can't believe well, nothing's happened to his family. Yeah. Nothing. Like zero. No, no court shit. No, no charges. Nothing. And that's the brutal thing. But it, it, the, mo- the moment they said, we've got, we got Trump on 90 some odd charges, we're yeah. going to indict him. Yeah. You've already got people fluffing and cleaning his room and yeah. uh, all his family where they're going to end yeah. up being held for the next hundred years. Yeah. You know, and then all of a sudden you've got the uh, the laptop from hell from the Biden uh, industry. Yeah. You know, the mafia. And you haven't heard crap. And, you know, what, what they're looking at is uh, where they're going to send Biden and his family on a vacation. Yeah. You know, I mean... Yeah. It's a joke. Yeah, it's it's a joke. It's bizarre, man. It's just like uh, the other day when I saw the uh, uh, Marsha Blackburn that was in the house, and uh, Jesse Waters did a story on her, and uh, it has to do with the Jeffrey, Jeffrey Epstein case. We watched a little clip of it earlier, yeah. but we finally found one. I'm gonna I'm gonna play it up here in a minute. This goes to show you how backwards people are in in uh, in politics. Whereas uh, Dick Durbin, who's the chair of uh of the one committee where uh, marcia blackburn actually asked about the jeffrey epstein she subpoenaed jeffrey epstein's list of the people that went to the island and went you know from his plane and all that stuff and dick durbin's like oh what what's that i know nothing, nothing. <laughs> one of those deals right it's like i don't get it i just don't understand that well i do kind of understand because people like to they want to protect what they have. And That's these right. people that are in power, they're high up in power. They don't want to lose their seat. They don't want to lose their, their cushy pension. They don't want to lose, like, these people are lifers. They're fossils, some of these people. that They, they shouldn't even be in power, but they've been there for so long. Well, they have no honesty. They have no integrity. They have no... Uh, no honor, nothing. No. It's gone, right? No. Zero. Zero honor, integrity, everything's gone. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to show you this one clip here in case people haven't seen it. I'll show you, play this one clip of... Uh, this is from Jesse Waters. This is from the other night. Uh, Blackburn, before you leave, I want to make a point for the record since I understand you made some statements about the Jeffrey Epstein flight logs. There's a Fox reporter in the hallway who asked me about this, and I said I had not spoken to you one time about this issue. I think you'll back me up on that. I'm not, not mistaken. I didn't know that this was even a subject of your amendments, which... If you recall, you were the first on the list until the two-hour rule was invoked. Uh, I don't know anything about this request on your part. I'll be happy to discuss it with you. But I haven't done any discussion with you to this point. Mr. Chairman, I know, and I think you're fully aware that I had two amendments, one dealing with Epstein and Sotomayor. I brought it up previously. I have to confess I didn't know that you'd offer that amendment. Happy to discuss it with you, but I want to point on the record. You and I have never personally. He's trying to weasel his way out of it. You and I have never personally spoken about this matter, right? So Jesse I want Wa- it on record that I'm not a liar. <laughs> I want this on record that I'm not trying to weasel out of this, right? Yeah. Oh, Stamp my. To prove that one. oh, my God. We discussed this, have we? We talked briefly on the floor at the You never conclusion. mentioned what the subject matter of your amendment was. You said you wanted to offer In committee, amendment. I brought up my the subject matter of my amendment. Not in my Three presence. Weeks. <laughs> Not only was the subject matter brought up in Durbin's presence, Senator Blackburn was speaking directly to him. 
I seek recognition. Senator Blackburn? Since we're in the business... See where she's positioned there? She's literally looking right at Dick Durbin. She's oh, yeah. looking right across to him. Directly at him. <laughs> like, you, you and I personally have not had this conversation. Because <laughs> like, there's too many people in the room. Oh, so personally God. just means you and I. Isn't that that unreal how they can try to manipulate these little words and think that they're going to get away with something? And people can't see through this shit? Yeah. So here's the other thing that I I don't like because uh, certain things you can't say in uh, the House of Commons when it it comes to uh, discussions. Can't call you a liar. I don't know why that's so hurtful. Because they are a liar. Well, they are a liar. So just say it. You're a liar. Oh, it's because it's in their it's in their house rules, so you can't call somebody directly a liar. That is a fact, and I think that's wrong because you lie. Well, well, that's not the truth. So, in other words, you're a liar. Oh, I just didn't tell you the truth. Yeah. So if you're doing that to your to your kids, or you know, or kids or grandkids, and they don't, if they tell a lie, you just you have to figure out another word to, to say say to them. Well, obviously so, nowadays. Oh my God. Okay, here we go of issuing subpoenas now, here are a few more that I filed. A subpoena to Jeffrey Epstein's estate to provide the flight logs for his private plane. Thank you, Senator. Um, When I recognized you, I didn't know what subject you wished to speak to. As I announced at the beginning, the first thing we'll consider the two judicial nominations, then we will move to the subpoena. All right, so... Yeah, so there you go, right? So... Oh, I didn't know you wanted the flight logs. Yeah. <laughs> I only said it to you four times. <laughs> oh, those flight logs. Yeah, come on. So what's he hiding, right? He's hiding something, right? Because he's probably on that plane. Yeah. Like so many others. But we're all good people. Okay? But don't say anything about the, the, the Clintons. Oh, my Lord. Oh, boy. Didn't... uh didn't someone that they know just died this recently again? The Clintons? Like there was like uh, I don't know. Yeah, there was somebody just died that, that was close to them. Um, Do you know their their cook died too? You know Obama's cook just died. Yeah, yeah. Well, the Clinton that's cook. A hush up. Hey, that's a hush up. <laughs> you know they said that guy couldn't swim, and there's like showing they show pictures on YouTube. The guy's like he's in the Olympic pool. Oh, yeah. He's like giving. He's giving her, right? He's doing oh, yeah. backstrokes in front. He's like doing butterflies. And it's like, the guy's like an Olympic swimmer, man. They and said he couldn't swim. That's kind of weird. Oh, lies. So they're liars. <laughs> so you got to call her like it is. <laughs> anyway, so, so that was their lied. cook. That was their cook. And now Clinton's cook. Clinton's cook earlier. Same thing. He was a cook. So rule of thumb is don't be a cook for any presidential people. Well, or decide you're going to write a book on them. Yeah. they're <laughs> like, Wait, serious? It's kind of dumb. No books. Yeah, don't. Yeah, and don't tell them. What are you doing? I'm the, <laughs> nothing. Nothing to see here. I'm not writing a book about you. Oh. Or any of the shit I've seen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's so true, though, right? It is. It's brutal. Oh. Anyway, I think there's been like, I think there's like 50 people that they know that committed suicide. Mm-hmm. Really? Like, that's crazy. Like 50 people that they personally knew? Well, that's kind of hard to do. So, well, pretty sad. I can find it. Uh, I know people, people say it's a 
a conspiracy well, conspiracy theory yeah it's, all, it's but, all conspiracy but you know, you know oh. if you find if you look at uh, people that have uh, committed suicide that have been close or know the the Clinton family or the drama thereof and then all of a sudden they're uh, committing suicide that's kind of a yeah there it is a there light going off yeah his name was Seth Rich murder of Seth Rich occurred July 10 2016 uh, Bloomington neighborhood of Washington, D.C. Rich died about an hour and a half after being shot twice in the back of the head. Perpetrators were never apprehended. Police suspected that he had been a, victory, a victim of attempted robbery, but nothing was missing. 27-year-old Rich was an employee of the Democratic National Committee. And, uh, yeah, so that was, uh, that was his deal. Seth Rich, and he's only just a young fellow, 27 years old. Unfortunate. Well, I think that's kind of strange. It is. Yeah, it's like the people always say about this, the Clinton body count conspiracy, right? But because they said, like I said, they said there's like 50 or something. It's crazy. I know people can get conspiratorial and all that and stuff, but like, look at all these names. I'm not even going to read any of these names, but these are all people that they knew and they're listed in. It's crazy. Like, they knew co too co much. coincidence? Yeah, possibly. No, I haven't. I mean, hey, one or two coincidence? Sure, I can buy that. But 50? That's no longer a coincidence. Oh, here's one here. TV reporter who broke story of Bill Clinton on the tarmac meeting with Loretta Lynch dies apparent suicide. These, these, these go on and on. Like yeah. some of these stories, they go on and on. I go, it's just, because it's they, they are all in a group together. They are all part of their own little clag. And you can't cross them. Can't say anything about them or you'll be next. And call it whatever you want. Yeah. Exactly. Call it a heart attack. Call it suicide. Call it a drive-by. Something. Something, that's for sure. I'm going to show you a little thing here. We talked about this earlier, too. This was uh, Elon Musk. little meme that he just posted, actually, today. He just posted this today on his Twitter feed. He said, so you're not mad at those who lied to you for years, but you're mad at me for proving they lied to you. That was yeah. on Twitter. So that's the thing, right? So there's so many, there's so many things going around. So many, so many lies were going around. Um, oh, <laughs> about uh, on Twitter and uh trying to trying to keep story straight what's misinformation right? what's disinformation what's misinformation um you know and then you got facebook but that's according to who yeah exactly All misinformation disinformation is from who exactly like according to who exactly and then facebook bullshit right and then they'll do the same thing they'll give you this fact checkers right the thing that's that that pushed me away from the whole fact checker thing was when the fact checkers <clears throat> fact checked the new england journal of medicine and this one guy I was watching on his YouTube channel, and the guy was a doctor, and he sometimes will get little excerpts, little quotes from the New England Journal of Medicine, which has been around for hundreds of years. And some fact checker from Facebook says something in there was wrong. Meanwhile, it's like, really? Are you a doctor? Are you a scientist? Like, and how do you know that's wrong? Because usually stuff that goes in there is bang on right, and these are like journals and articles and stuff that have been tested and true for hundreds of years. And all of a sudden, this fact checker comes along and says, oh, that's wrong. It's like, no, no i got to question that. Yeah, but see, me, I'm the guy that sits in that building, and I've got my finger on the delete button. 
Exactly. That's all I need to do. Just delete I'm, it. That's why I'm the fact checker. I read it and go, oh, that can't be right. Exactly. Oh, that can't be right. Exactly. Okay. Like, who, who are you to say what's fact, what is not? It's being pushed out in the media saying one thing. Yep. Then you have all these other experts or uh, people coming in from other areas saying this is fact. So, I mean, what is the truth? Who's lying? Exactly. Right? But that's where you have to have an open mind and understand. Yeah. You know, don't be blind to what's going on around you. So walk yeah. into this with both eyes open. Yeah. Exactly. Just reminded me about, about lies. <laughs> Here's Gavin Newsom. Did you watch him and uh, watch Gavin Newsom talking the other night with Ron DeSantis? And they had no. a little uh, debate. Well, this, this, this Gavin Newsom, he's the governor of California. He's a typical politician, this guy. He is just as slick as they come. What a cat. Like, they were giving him, Sean Hannity was doing the narrating, right? So anyway, he'd ask him a question. He'd say, according to the, you know, give him the CDC, and they'd say, more people have died of COVID in your state than Florida or whatever. And he'd go, well, that's just not true. That's just not true. And then he'd go off in this long, you know, blabbering tangent that, bullshit baffles brains type answer, and you kind of go, where'd that go, right? He's one of these guys that you'd say, hey, do you know that the sun goes around all the planets? And he'd, he'd go, well, or, or the story the other way around, that the planets go around the sun. the sun. Yeah, and he'd go, well, that's just simply not true. That's just not true. It's like, that's the type of guy he is. He just doesn't believe anything anyone tells him, and it's factual information. These are numbers that they pulled from his from his uh, state of California, one of them was this. Florida doesn't pay tax. So Florida doesn't pay income tax, and uh, California does. And California's gasoline is through the roof, and it's about 3 or $4 cheaper in Florida. And they're basically trying to say people are leaving California and going to Florida because it's cheaper. He's like, that's something not true. Yeah, it's not, it's not cheaper. It's like, yeah, it is. See, because you, when you have in, in, in state A, they pay zero income tax or zero state tax. And then you go to state B and they're paying through the nose for income tax and state tax. Which one would you go to? <clears throat> but why, why would he turn around and say that's not true? Because we all know it's true. Yeah, because that's, he's a typical. He's just a typical. He's one of these people that thinks that. He's a denier. That bullshit, <laughs> yeah, that bullshit baffles brains and he can just get away with saying anything and people are going to believe him. And this is the problem that we have in society, right, with a lot of different things, right? Climate change or stuff that we've discussed, politicians. As long as people keep getting fed stuff and they don't think for themselves or get educated themselves <clears throat> on certain items, they're going to believe what these people say. It's, so, tr it's true. So we're like minions. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's what happens, right? Just follow. Exactly. Well, people just they – get, they get into this groove. Eh? They get in this groove and they just – they just go with it, man. They just think it's just, whereas, you know what, sometimes you got to go against the grain a little bit. You, well, you got to go against the grain. The other is uh, a lot of people, a lot of people say, well, what are we going to do about it? I mean, it's not, it's not bothering me. So I'm having a good life. I got a good life. I'll just, uh, I'll, I'll just keep enjoying myself. But it's not just you that this is affecting. There's more people involved in this world than just you. And that's where people go. Well, hey, as long as it doesn't touch my backyard, I don't care. Well, guess what? 
He's going to do more than touch your backyard. So you better care. Exactly. I mean, don't you vote? If you vote, you don't vote just because I'm a liberal. You vote for the person that's going to do right by you and your family and the future of your family. Yeah. Not because you're a liberal. And, and I got it. I got it. I was a liberal at one time. But I changed that pretty quick when the liberals kept taking my money. Yeah. And then I got the, uh, the conservative government, Harper, who turns around and says, this is what I'm going to do for the military. Oh, well, guess what? I've been a conservative ever since because he yeah. did something for me. He did. He did a good job. That's he, right. He made your life better. He made the military's life military's better. lives better. Yeah. And all those that are involved in the military had a better life. And yeah. Now look at it. Yeah. And what? And what is? Uh, and what has he done? Nothing. Like what? What, is, what has this guy done? Nothing. Like look at this. It popped up in Twitter here. This is just as I was sitting there. That's what we're talking right there. Honesty and sincerity. Yes. Or Russian style lies and hypocrisy. Like. Yeah. So somebody just posted this on Twitter, and you kind of go, what the hell? What are they thinking? Yeah. They're thinking that, this, that, that Trudeau is honest and sincere. Has anyone been paying attention at all in the but last the, eight years? The only one that's actually honest and sincere is Paul Yes. See how they flip the script? Yes, I got that. Yeah, they flip the script. They do it in the States too, right? It's almost like everything that the Democrats blame – Republicans for the Democrats are actually have done or are doing. That's right. Same thing here in Canada. Canada and the states are so mirrored for certain things, it's scary. And I tell people that sometimes they don't believe you, but I just say pay attention. What's going on in the states and in Canada, and it's almost mirrors each other simultaneously. It's like how much money did, did the states give uh, Ukraine? Right, billions. Right, and then people like Mary, Marjorie Taylor Greene and are asking. Can I have an itemized account of where that money goes? Could we just have a just a check mark, please? And it's like, who are you? You shut your face. You're a loser, right? And they just come off on her, right? Or in, in Canada, same thing. We've given them a billion dollars. I'd like to know. I'll tell you exactly where it went. Where did our money? Where did our money go? Like, well, they didn't go to the population that's still there. No. It went to the rich that are driving around and taking vacations, no. buying new homes, putting money in their pocket. Really? Yes, really. Wow, that's yeah, unusual. I don't, don't think people think about that. Don't worry, don't worry, because Zelensky was supposed to get rid of all that in his own government. Isn't that one of his promises, that he was going to get rid of all the corruption? Supposedly, but didn't he get uh, rid of the churches? Like, he got rid of the churches over there, right? He's corruption. Yeah, he got rid I of mean, the churches. So here's another thing, like honesty and sincerity. Didn't uh, Trudeau just give Ukraine also, um, I forget how many rounds of ammunition, like oh thousands my. and thousands of ammunition? Well, the military's out there in the field right now going blankety blank blank. Blankety blank? Yeah, because they got no bullets. No bullets. Yeah, no bullets. But Canada sending them a bunch? No, they're sending, they're sending uh, everything that we got over to uh, Ukraine. Ukraine? Oh, yeah. And there's now Biden just announced today that uh, if they need to put boots in the ground to fight against Russia, they'll do that. It's like, that's scary, man. Like, it's it's scary yeah. that uh, I've never been involved in it. Uh, you have. And it's scary. To think, how many to how think. many how many wars do we have to have? How many lives do we have to lose to prove a fact that most of the people that are in Parliament right now are liars? And I'll say it's true. Why? Yeah, why? they do. Yeah. I mean, why why is it that he needs to be 
on the ground right by uh, Russia's domain. Why does he have to do that? Yeah. Like, there's a reason why he wants that. Why they're pushing Ukraine to join that. And we just don't know the answer to that. But, I mean, there's a purpose or a reason for why they're doing what they're doing. Oh, 100%. Because the geopolitical part of this of this planet is sometimes really hard for people to kind of come to grips with. That's why a lot of people probably couldn't be bothered with it. And me myself, I mean, I try to stay on top of a lot of stuff over the years uh, in regards to what's going on in this, in this world. But I'll tell you, there's some stuff that gets, it's almost like a crazy game of, uh, remember that game risk, that oh, game, yeah. that game you'd play, you know, and take over countries and stuff. It's like a crazy game of risk. It really is. It's like these countries are are fighting over stupid shit. They want they want land, push people out of certain areas. It, it's hard to wrap your mind around. It really and I and I try to pay attention and I always have, but it's hard to wrap your mind around what the hell's going on with these people. You know what I mean? It's like I said earlier about Ukraine and um, and Russia. Uh, Ukraine wanting to be part of NATO and. Uh, Ukraine, uh, Russia's like, hey, I don't, I don't want that because if that happens, you guys end up putting missiles and shit close to my, my home, and I don't want that. Well, you will have the Americans right there at the border yeah. if they become part of NATO because yeah. that's they don't want what, that. what it is. Yeah, they don't want that. No. Who, who wants that, right? Anyway, that part's kind of kind of freaky. But, uh, but we'll, take, we'll deflect our attention off of the Ukraine war, which uh, you know, was all – should never happen. However, you notice there's not a lot on the media about that anymore. I mean, it's Palestine and oh yeah, that's a whole Gaza Strip. that's a whole new conversation for uh, <clears throat> for another time for yeah, sure. Yeah, I won't get into that. No, because shit, that's like I said, we'll be we'll be talking for a lot longer than we have. But uh, listen, man, we've been talking here for a little over an hour, and uh, that went fairly quick. A little over an hour. It yeah. seems like all about 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, anyway, we'll uh, we'll sign off here. And uh, it's been a great, been great uh, shooting the shit with you. And, That's always and a pleasure. Catching up with stuff. And, uh, hey, there's always shit going on in this world to talk about. That's for sure. I didn't have anything else uh, <clears throat> more important to do, seeing that, uh, you know, I'm retired. Government's yeah. taking all my money. So, I can't travel and do all the things that. A retirement person should do. Thank you. <laughs> Trudeau. Well, who wants to pay all that carbon tax? You That's know? right. Like, come on. But if you ask the tax like uh, Pierre Polyev wants you to, then uh, and you have that extra money in your pocket. So that's the way to go for that. So uh, Ask the tax. Ask that tax for sure. Anyway, uh, yeah, keep just keep yourself educated about stuff that's going on in, in the world. And uh, you'll probably be a lot better off. And then you won't get sucked in by uh, by bullshit. And, uh, and schemes and stuff like that. So anyway, yeah, until next podcast, everyone, I'm going to sign off. Uh, don't forget to like and subscribe my channel. Uh, just uh, give it a little checkbox there. Bring the little bell for the subscription, and every time I upload a new uh, video, you will be notified. And uh, until next time, everyone, um, cheers. Have yourself a great day. Thanks, Ken. Appreciate it. Hey, my pleasure. Next, next time. All right, buddy. This episode sponsored by He Shirts, She Shirts. 
go to www.heshirtsheshirts.ca. Just type in the letters TSA, the surge effect. When you check out, type in TSA for your coupon and receive 10% off your next purchase. Thanks for listening to today's podcast, everybody.